so we last left off. Well, let's let's actually start the session with a question here. Hell yeah. uh, so, question is, uh, what childhood trinket does your character still carry around? Hmm. So I already know for um, Julian. Uh, as a child, I actually gained my first musical instrument, just a small whistle. I hardly ever use it because it has so much uh, nostalgic uh, memories. It has uh, you know, so many memories with it. I don't want to ever even, even possibly break it. But in any emergency, I would obviously use the whistle. But you guys don't even know about it. But it's just a little one-toned whistle. Nice. Calvin, do you have any ideas for Surya? I know she doesn't really carry around much, but... Yeah, that's the thing. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say she has a, a pendant with uh, her mother, her mother's portrait inside of it uh, that she keeps in, like, sewn into the side of her pants. Like, it's not even in an open pocket. It's, like, sort of hidden, and she keeps it with her, but, you know, doesn't let anybody know. Gotcha. Dustin, any ideas for the Tortuga? Uh, he has a little turtle spinning top, where it's, like, a, a <laughs> like the handle is the tail, and then it spins, like, on the turtle's nose. And it's just a little... A Looks little like a little breakdancing turtle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that where he got the idea for the Beyblade turtle? Bust a shell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was his first turtle-themed object. And then from there, it just spun off into this crazy multi-level marketing scheme. Someone awesome. was like, hey, have you seen this top? It's actually shaped like a turtle. And he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, I'm a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Well, with the question out of the way, last we left off, you guys, you guys had a, uh, what is it called? Not a funeral, uh, like a, a dirge? No, that's the a burial, play. a burning, burial. memorial service. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, a send off, a send off. Uh, I think there's another word that I can't think of right now. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So awake, a burn off, awake. Yeah, let's let's go with wake. So last time you guys you guys uh, I am awake. Started off by talking with the dying Rita. She gave you her hammer to find her family because she knows that uh, they are still alive somewhere out there. Uh, she shortly died after that mid sentence, and you guys all said some words and held a wake for her, uh, ending up with burning her body. After that uh, very somber note happened, you guys found the blood vessel, which is a bat-shaped ship that uh, the other vampires are being used or using to travel through the astral plane. You got inside. You met the goo, which is <laughs> let's hear you. So it, it is an acronym, I think. Or did oh, I? Yeah. we didn't e we didn't even consider yeah. that. Uh, we were just Galactic... like, oh, its name is the goo. <laughs> Gal yeah, Galactic Operation Overseer. Ah. All right. 
the name came goo. first, by the way. The goo came first, and then I came up with it after. So <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't make all that sense, that that's fine. Uh, and then, so you guys flew. The goo told you that you would need some uh, stop at the bat steroid to get some extra bats to speed up your ship a bit. Otherwise, you would fall behind schedule pretty quickly. Uh, so you did that. You came up with a plan to pay Roy T. Batster, the bat farmer, and it ended up working. Quotes, to quotes a point. around pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you flattened out a bunch of ball bearings and then yeah. added some gold on the top, but then didn't really use the bag of gold. You just kind of used it as a trap. Uh, so yeah, so we last left off with icy tortuga and. Surya? We were, were hiding. Were you guys both yeah. hiding? We were both okay, hiding. Yeah. Yep. Hiding in. Surya, I believe, was in the bat maintenance room, like the bat feeding room, basically, with all the bat kibble. And then <laughs> Julian was in the spaceship or spacesuit room with the three uh, solar proof suits. And you were hiding. Unfortunately, Icy Tortuga was not hiding enough. And we will go mm-hmm. in on Roy T. Batster saying, what the... Uh, Blasowitz, you know you got a turtle in here? And then he shoots his double barrel crossbow at uh, the Icy Tortuga. Oh. Uh, Just as he does. Are we in uh, initiative? Uh, So we're going to first start off with a surprise round that I believe Surya and Roy T. Batster are in so Sounds Roy good. T. Batster is gonna go first I'm gonna try to uncanny dodge that all right well he is gonna hit you with an 18 I assume Ooh. that hits yes and you are going to take a total of 14 points of damage and uncanny dodge have that yes so he shoots you uh, two bolts just like puncture your shell Oof. Uh, and they don't feel good <laughs> okay well originally i was gonna be nice and try to knock him out but now i'm pretty pissed and uh the icy toy toy is gonna take his dual rapiers and i don't uh, uh i think you don't get the surprise round does he because you were spotted yeah, oh, you, no, you're don't. not yeah surya is in the surprise round but after Sorry, that we'll go god damn it so i'm just gonna not be able to uh surya surya does want to knock him out uh I know this is basically the strategy I used for the first battle, but I'm just going to punch his fucking head a bunch. <laughs> She's just going right. to rush up and uh, just go hot and just. So surprise round, you only get one action. Well, how far away from me is he? He's like 10 feet. I, I Yeah, you can move up to him and punch him. That's fine, too. And I can do I can do flurry of blows as a bonus action. Yep, surprise rounds are only one action. Ah, okay. Well, two punches anyway is fine. Uh, that's going to be a 21 and a 24. I'm going to assume... Both are going to nail him right in the back of the head. I punch his goddamn nice. head. Uh, six and a four, that's ten damage. And I am going right for the head. All right, you punch him twice right in the head. It looks like he... Or your Your punches are magical, right? Yes, my punches count as magical, oh, which is all right. dope. All right, but now now I need initiative from everybody. I got a 20. got a 14. Seven. 
All right. Nice. Surya, you are up first. You just punch this guy twice in the head, and he turns to you and is like, What the? A green skin as well? Green skin? I'm going to punch him four times. Now I'm going to do the four punch. <laughs> so that's 22, 14, 16, 23. Three of those will hit. Hell yeah. AC 15 or 16. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> uh, Punch, 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 punch. <laughs> so nice. that's going to be 10, uh, 19, 23 more damage right to the head. And in fact, uh, two of them are going to be directed straight at his eyes. I'm going to try and blind him. Do you want to forego uh, some of the damage to try to blind him? Yes. All right. What's your uh, DC, your like save DC? So that'd be 13. Yeah, so uh, let's say he just takes five less damage from that. So he still takes 18 points of damage. Uh, but you like double punch him right in the eyes, and he, his eyes like spin around for a second and then come back. <laughs> To center, and he looks like he's not phased by it. He's not phased? No. So he can still see, damn it! Uh, Come on. Anything else? Do you want to move at all? Uh, I will... You're kind of cornered right now, but... I will boxer... Past him. Boxer hop backwards, Uh, just like, I don't know, whatever sure. I can whatever Sounds I can do, good. five, ten feet. Just get a little bit out of his way. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Tortuga, it is your turn. All right, you got so, two heavy bolts sticking out of you. Yeah, so originally I was going to uh, take, like, I had my greatsword in my hand. I was just going to, like, try to, like, bop him over the head with, like, the hilt of it. Uh, but mm -hmm. now I'm pissed. So uh, <laughs> the icy toy toyga's going to rip his greatsword apart, hope that it, like, I don't know, intimidates him a little bit, and uh, <laughs> give him a slash slash. All right. Uh, do you want to roll intimidation for it? Yeah, of course I do. I will say it's not terribly, terribly threatening, so I think I am going to give him an <laughs> advantage on this, but <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's like, I've <laughs> never swords. seen a sword do that before. <laughs> and that's all he says. <laughs> wow. If possible, I'm going to like slice the, the like the sticking out arrows from my shell, like partially. Sure. And yeah, then, let's say. And then go after them. Yeah, in your two swings, you do a flavor break arrow. Sick. And then, yeah. So <laughs> flavor now there's just two broken, yeah, there's just two broken arrows sticking out of you. Sick. Uh, roll to hit. Slash. Slash. Oh. oh. One of those is a nat one. My, yeah. First one's a nat one. Second one's a 19. Alright, so... Uh, as you are breaking off the arrows with the first swipe, you accidentally just lose grip of your icy rapier, and it just falls out of your hand and goes, like, slides between his legs. Oh, and it's God. over by Surya now. But your second oh. one, you, like, you look down, you look back up, and you just slash at him with your rapier, and you okay. hit roll damage. Sweet. Uh, four. You do get sneak attack as <laughs> well, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell Which yeah. I believe is 4d6. 3d6. 3d6. <laughs> I believe it's 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure every time you do it, another D6 gets added, right? Every yeah. time you do it, it keeps yeah. going up. That's, that's kind of how it works. Um, as I keep getting better, I add another D6. Uh, so that's 11 total piercing damage, to be specific. All right. Hopefully piercing and directly into his soul. It is a magic <laughs> weapon, so uh, it looks like you just pierce through him and... I, I suppose I should describe this guy a little bit, too, uh, to know who you guys are fighting with. So he looks like... Um, so he's a hillbilly vampire who's in charge of farming bats. Uh, he's got a brown golf hat, crooked fangs, and an open vest with no shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. An crooked open vest? Fangs. I can assume that means he has yeah. no shirt and no Correct. shoes? Yeah, he's no, sho- no shoes, just pants and a vest. No shirt, no Amazing. shoes? He's no. technically got a vest on. Uh, it's, uh, no. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. Just, no shirt. Yeah, no you shoes. Saved it for no a one-liner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So you hit him with your second rapier. You drop the other one, so you can't combine it back or anything. Uh, and it is now Julian's turn. Or no, I'm sorry. It is his turn. Damn it. He's yeah. He's gonna throw his crossbow down, and his you watch as his hands just stretch out and like claws come out of his fingers, and he is gonna make two attacks on the icy tortuga. Oof. Okay. Great. As he's doing this, you also notice that some of his wounds heal. Ah oh, no! I hate these vampires. We're gonna need to find some weapons that are made for, or like mm. poison that's like made to be unhealable. Sure seems yeah. like it, huh? We have to slice some garlic with my rapiers before. <laughs> Alright, so he just comes at you and just rakes across your face twice, uh, dealing a total of 15 points of damage. Uh, can I do uncanny dodge? You can do uncanny dodge on one of them. Okay. Uh, I definitely do that, otherwise I would be uh, so, dead. You would take a total of 10 points of damage. Okay, cool. I am uh, extremely hurt. Good. <laughs> Good. All right, and then he's going to stick to the wall, and he's just going to like spider climb up onto the ceiling. Oh, oh, creepy. I'm imagining like he just went from being, you know, a vampire to like the creepy, disgusting creature vampires from Blade 2. And he's yeah. like backwards spider crawling up a wall with like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes that's exactly what it is uh all right uh julian it's your turn julian's gonna jump out to be seen while he does pulling out his small jazz flute <laughs> play just like a little whenever i do that i imagine if you can imagine the little thing that willy wonka does before they get into that one room where he just takes out a little thing and goes and then the room opens yeah yeah. it's just that that's it he just does that and uh he's gonna um or i'm going to try to make this guy sleep with the spell sleep time to go to bed there we go let's see what we got here Ah. i submitted it as a third level spell because i really want him to sleep and natural one great (laughs) well it's, it's not a bad roll it's a one on one of the d8s so I have a total of, what is that, 41 hit points to try to make sleep. 
So if he has less than that, he is knocked out. Very close. I will say it's very close. Ooh, but the, the healing, nods off. Yeah, the healing. Yeah, he like almost falls from the ceiling and the feeling of falling wakes him right back up. Ooh. Uh, Inception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if he wouldn't have healed last turn, you, you probably would have had him. All right. Anything else, Julian? Um, I'm going to... No, that's it. All right, Surya, you're up. I am going to punch off some sun bolts at this creepy wall climber. Sweet. So my hands, like, start lighting up, glowing, and poof, I punch them away. And Sick. You know what? I'm going to go oh, ahead and use another key point uh, and do two more because one of those was a nat one and none of these rolls are good. One of them's an 18. But All right, so you're starting one. to get angry. You hit the first yeah. sunbolt. Roll damage for it. Six radiant damage, may I remind you. Radiant mm-hmm. against yep. Vampire. That is important. That is very important. Yeah. I see Toy Toy go when he sees that. It's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just that like attack was radiant. <laughs> it was radiant. <laughs> S- Surya hears you go, oh, and kind of looks over and looks at you. So you hit him with the first one, and you watch as like part of him actually starts on fire from the radiant damage. He oh, quickly yeah. puts it out, and you're starting to get angry, and you're just throwing these radiant bolts everywhere, and it manages. One of them manages to hit one of the cages, the large cages that Roy T. Baster brought in with mm. the bats, and it starts on oh. fire. And... Oh no, that's the nat one I'm assuming. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you are down 100 bats now. Oh god. Oh, shit. Did they all just die, just explode into flame <laughs> and die instantly? They're making awful like death rattles and oh, really god. bad oh. sounds. It's not mm. good. I'm feeling bad just describing it. I don't want to kill bats, but uh tortuga i see tortuga it's your turn oh hell yeah uh yeah yeah. i see toy toyga's gonna he's gonna disengage back up uh quite a bit and uh so you're in like a a 10 by 10 room right now you could back off of the blood vessel or back further into it but he is also on the ceiling so Oh yeah, that's right. He's on the ceiling now. Uh, is he is he like within reach of my rapiers? Yeah, you could reach him. He's, yeah, he's yeah, technically yeah. only like five feet away from you. He's just clung to the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna just try to do a, a few slashes with his rapier again, with a do sneak it. attack if possible. You get sneak attack with one of them. Okay. Cool. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So I got an eight. That's and a nat then, twenty. Uh, nat, natural twenty. So I imagine you first picked up your other rapier, but I, yeah, yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah. So you like quickly reach between Surya's legs, grab your rapier, thrust mm-hmm. that one up at him. His his like torso moves out of the way like a cartoon for a second, and then you <laughs> stab in the same place again, and he goes back the other way, thinking that you're gonna stab him on the other side, and you get him right in the heart. Roll damage oh, yeah. for that. Damn, that's what we're talking about. That's, Ooh. Also, the the 3d6 get doubled as well for the crit. Oh, what? we're about to kill this okay. motherfucker, this hick ass vampire. Thirty three points of damage as you just stab this damage. guy. Wouldn't it be thirty five? 
You're right. It is 35. Ooh. Looking out for you. <laughs> Icy. Yeah, Icy Toy Toyga. Uh, I, uh, I, the Icy Toy Toyga pulls out his little turtle abacus and uh, <laughs> calculates and is like, yeah, it's about 35. all right like mid fight uh actually actually take two more (laughs) all right so uh roy t badster he uh he hisses at you and then he like does a circle and he goes to the room right next to the one that surya came out of he punches in a code goes in what? And the door closes oh, behind him. No. Can I? Can, I want to. I want to. Uh, when I see him going up to the the thing, can I look really close and try and see what the code is? Sure. Roll I want to see the pattern he he punches in there. Ah, that's an eleven. Well, that's, <laughs> that's also performance, not perception. But I'll. Still oh, use... good. Okay. No, I'll 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 uh I'll roll again. You don't get a re-roll. You don't. I mean, okay. Well, that's why. Right. I mean, never mind. Can Julian? Uh... <laughs> that's a four now. Be listening to the tone of the passcode and see if he can memorize like he does have perfect the musical pitch. notes of the passcode. Yep, it goes beep 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 beep. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they're all the same tone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys do not see the code. You cannot tell it. Ah oh, man, fuck. How does he know what, what the code is? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, but we are out of combat now, and he is. Locked himself in a room on your ship. What are you mm. guys gonna do? Uh, I think we should take all the bats we can find in his little farm, throw them into our uh, rocket ship, and uh, just stand watch outside of these this door. I mean, yeah, he's and gotta, just start like, going. Yeah, yeah, uh, we could just go. He's Julian, blood soon. Right? You go get the bats. We'll cover the door. All right, I'm going to run outside and look around immediately upon exiting the blood vessel. What do I see? Uh, So you see a small wooden house with a porch and connected to that, like to the left of it, is a uh, like a small greenhouse. And that greenhouse has two glass tubes that are connected to two large bell jars. One appears to be full of moths. One appears to be full of bats. Oh, interesting. Do I'm going to run up to the greenhouse. Are there any bats in cages, or are they all in that dome? They all appear to be in the bell jar. The bell jar. Are there any empty cages around me? Yeah. Uh, does there seem to be a method, or am I assuming upon walking up that they probably you know, can talk to the bats and stuff? But I'm going to walk up and see if there's like an instrument or like a, you know, maybe there's a bat whistle. <laughs> yeah, roll, <laughs> an, roll an investigation check. So on 13, an investigation. Yeah, so you, you're you kind of looking around. You you can't really get into the greenhouse without going inside of the, the normal wood house. But you're looking inside and you don't really see any instruments or any whistles or anything. But you could maybe guess that Roy T. Batster is a farmer and he's just got a knack for these things. Makes sense. He's got uh, a bat knack. Yeah. Long line of Batsters. But there are you said there were empty cages in there too, right? Yeah, there's like empty cages like outside. Okay. At your feet. Uh I'm gonna run back to the blood vessel and just let them know what I saw 
because I don't want to run through that house alone. Mm-hmm. There might be another dude in there. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm gonna... hey, uh, Joylene, you got any uh, sort of healing stuff you can do? I'm kind of a, I'm a little patchy right now. I'm going to use, I'm going to look at him and realize how bad he looks. Toidle's <laughs> <laughs> like, just oh. dying. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, uh, your shell just covered, give me a second. <laughs> I'm going to use a mass healing word on him and, uh, Surya, are you doing all right? I have not taken a hit yet. Me neither, actually, so. Lucky sons of bitches. <laughs> You know, it's odd. I'm not even the sneaky one of the group. <laughs> she kind of gives a so I'm just gonna focus sarcastic, all that on, shitty uh, smile to you. How much was it? <laughs> oh, <How> four? <laughs> four. <laughs> Correct. How did that okay. happen? Is that, that's not right. That can't be right. Wait, let me see how it works. Mass healing word is like 4d4. It's made to be able to heal multiple people. That's like the main thing. Do you uh, just have normal my... healing word? No. You don't I got that from... That's my bonus, like, learned spell. It's my only healing spell. But oh. my bonus is my charisma modifier, which is plus three. So it shouldn't be four. Yeah, it's one. Oh, unless it's I one. rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> plus three. Great. Well, here's four hit points. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm just gonna, the toy toy is just gonna be well that's uh thanks for <laughs> nothing and then he's gonna rummage around in his trunk for a full minute to find his healing potion okay and when he does uh, that does he have to take off the trunk and then open it does he turn his long neck back around so does he go I've, into himself so i've thought a lot about this right um because how Good. would that work if it's his shell right because he can't yeah. like, take off a shell otherwise the toy dies right so <laughs> yeah he's gotten very good at using his his rapier as like a little mirror to like look <laughs> to look back into his shell and then he has like one of those like like little grabby things that uh, (laughs) old people have where it can go in and grab stuff and he's gotten extremely good at using it and uh, the claw at the end is just like a turtle head like snapping (laughs) so he uses his and that's why it takes him so long to go and look through all this shit so he's looking through a a rapier mirror and taking his claw and trying to like poke around and grab something so it takes him a full minute to grab his, his healing potion which is in like a turtle shell themed potion bottle and uh uses that sounds good that's 2d4 <laughs> plus two um <laughs> i was about to say i would just go over and help you find it but i think i enjoy watching you do that too much <laughs> he, he definitely... takes way too much pride in it like he does not like people touching his shell <laughs> i like the idea that he's while he's good at it he's still like making grunting noises and like yeah. <laughs> dropping things and, like, mm-hmm. it's still not an easy thing to do no know. like <laughs> and also because it's just like it's it's extremely full like the moment yeah. you open up his shell like things fall out no matter what all right uh you healed for 10 hit points you rolled two fours on two d4s hell yeah nice uh and so Julian comes back to the ship, and what do you guys do? So 
I feel like we should go, we could grab some bats, but the problem is the only way into the greenhouse that they're kept is through a house, and I doubt this dude lives alone, though maybe he does, and uh, we could just waltz right through, but I don't know if I'd feel comfortable going alone. I also don't want to leave just one person here with this guy, you know what I mean? It seemed that my one bolt that made contact, sadly, uh, did actually begin to light him on fire. So I think if he does come out, I would feel confident being the one to be here and send a flurry of light his way. But maybe the toy toyga can join you, sneak through the house. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Tortoiga? Yeah, I'm feeling up to it. Well, let us make haste. I'm going to just immediately whip around. I have like a cape and it kind of hits Tortoiga in the face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. You get to the wooden house. It just appears to be like a old-timey wood cabin uh, with a porch. There's two windows in the front. Otherwise, there's just a door. I'm going to... Do you want to both go in the front or do you want one of us... Should one of us go in back? Uh, I'm going to listen to the front door first. Okay, roll a perception. I'm going to go over to a window and peek through the window. All right, uh, Dustin, roll your perception first. In the meantime, I will be describing what Gary sees. I got a thirteen. All right, so you see uh, it appears to be a simple house. It's got stairs leading to the basement on the right side and then another door to the left that you can assume that leads to the greenhouse and the bell jars. Uh, there... Uh, appears to be a small table and chair inside there is also a fireplace with a chair just one chair there's there's at that table yeah there's two total chairs though there's like a big like okay. leather chair and then there's a wooden chair at a table uh but there's a giant painting of count improvis above the fireplace and a bat or like a giant bat skin rug bats mm. bat skin oh. rug <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a massive bat that must mean there's a giant bat somewhere god <laughs> all right so i'm gonna just uh whisper to icy tortoiga that i think this guy lives alone i see one chair at the kitchen table one chair at the fireplace and i don't know any married man who would be allowed to have that rug in their house <laughs> <laughs> all right well the tortoiga is kind of he's got some adrenaline pumping through him so he's gonna be like all right, I got this. And he kind of walks back, like, away from the house, and then he uh, uses his icy shell and runs, jumps on the back of his shell, starts spinning, and bashes through the door, and then, like, lands on his feet with, like, his two rapiers, and he's like, ha! Ready for anything. You burst through the door, you jump to your feet. Uh, the door, like, splinters behind you, and you hear nothing. You see nothing. Sick. Other than the stairs to your right and the door to your left, and then everything else it is. I'm gonna just like calmly walk in behind him. All right. Well, uh, do you want to go to the greenhouse or should we check out the basement first? Yeah, let's check out the basement. All right. I'm gonna let him go ahead and lead the way down there. I'm gonna kick. The, I'm gonna kick sneak. the door open and uh, ah. All right. Uh, There's slide no door down. to the basement. There's no door to the oh. basement. Perfect. I build a door so I can <laughs> kick it open. 
I'm All gonna right. uh, just icy shell down the stairs. Okay. You just like dum, 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 all the way down the <laughs> stairs. You get to the bottom. Uh, there's just an open doorway that appears to be there's a small circular room. Uh, the first thing you notice is there is an operating table in the middle of the room with a chest underneath it, and Ooh. lining the walls are bags of blood. I think it's a fair question because it's an operating table and vampires and bags of blood. Is it like a wooden chest or like a human chest? <laughs> <laughs> what? It is a, a I mean, wooden, wooden it is, you know, chest. like yeah. a chest with like an IV hooked oh up to God. it. I don't know. No, it's uh, a wood, wooden storage chest. The IC20 toy is going to go up and open the wooden chest. It is locked. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take my uh, rapiers, and I'm going to merge them into a greatsword, and I'm going to try to hit the lock. Don't you have a... Uh, aren't you the a rogue? So you would have a uh, lockpick, wouldn't you? I am, but I really hate this guy, and I kind of want to okay, just damage enough. shit in his house. You ha you hate him so viciously because he shot one... <laughs> he shot at you once? <laughs> hey, he shot two arrows into my chest, and they penetrated my shell... If they just yeah. bounced off my shell, I'd be like, hey, hey, whatever. Sure. All right. Uh, you take your great sword, you do a big overhand swing, and just shatter it. You just, like, break through the top of the chest, and coins spill everywhere. Uh, on top Sick. of coins spilling everywhere, you hear a noticeable ripping sound, and you feel the sword go through something soft. Oh no! What? Uh... He ripped his pants. <laughs> what if there was like, oh god? I I investigate to see what I went through other than coins. Uh, well, a couple of things. You went through a small piece of paper. Okay. Oh no. You went through a black leather suit of armor that appears to be very similar to the solar suits that you guys have already seen. But it seems okay. much more lightweight. But now mm. it is like ripped in half. Great. And badly damaged. <laughs> Great. All right. Cool. I'm fine with that. Uh, What's the piece of paper? I'm going to pick both pieces of the paper up and like put them together to try to see what it says. I'm going to uh, clear up all the coins while he's doing that. All right. So it's. You can put them into my hat. I'm going to take my hat off and just set it on the ground so he can like. Just pile them into it, because um, I have plenty of room. The icy toy toy is definitely going to put those in his trunk. So the note says, Swing Low's Magic Market Password, 8639. Ooh. All right, I'm going to uh, just put the paper in my hat, and then immediately scramble to the ground and put some coins in my hat before <laughs> icy Tortoiga takes them all. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'll tell Icy as well about the code, so we both know it, just in case I die. Uh, do you want to try to go uh, s wrangle up some bats, Tortuga, or uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, we could go wrangle up some bats. Let's I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna count my coins really quick and uh, figure out how much I got. I'm gonna ask the DM how much I got. <laughs> uh, you. Let's say that Julian managed to get 15 gold pieces and Tortuga managed to get 285. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> that's uh I got fifteen. That's a good haul. So like, I'm gonna I'm gonna just look at Icy Tortoiga with like a really, really sincere look and just be like, Don't you think we should split the gold up evenly between you, me, and Surya? And I'm gonna try to use I'm gonna try to persuade him. Come on, man. Got a twenty two. That's what I say. I say, Come on, man, roll a twenty two. Dustin, you can play this how you want. He seems very persuasive, but it's it's ultimately your choice. I'm gonna say, yeah, you're right, you're right, and then I'm gonna pretend like I'm giving him quite a bit, but I'm just gonna give him like 15 extra gold. I'm gonna look at him with this like really grateful and like, wow, you've grown. Look and be like, <laughs> thanks, man, and just pocket the the gold. And I'm gonna be like, you know what? We can just keep it between you and me, too. We don't need to tell Surya. Unless wow. you do give it to her, in which case... Wow. <laughs> no, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, you know, she's not really one for the material light. <laughs> Already starting the in-party animosity on episode All right, three. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> no, no, you made your decision. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know that... Uh, I, I, we'll see if, if Julian... He seems like he might be kind of a little bit of a dick, you know. I don't know. Well, uh, his name is that Julian. Out. Sorry to <laughs> you know, Julian. A, he's a scrappy bard, you know. He he lives <laughs> off table scraps. He lives <laughs> off of tips. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys find this note. You find the uh, broken solar proof suit, and you find some money. What do you guys do next? Uh, I think we go to the greenhouse. Yeah, we're gonna try to wrangle some bats. Alright, so you open the door, you pass through the greenhouse, it looks like it is all, like, one plant. Uh, you could probably guess that is the plant that these specific moths eat. And the moths are to your right, the bats are to your left. You go to the left, you open the door to the bell jar, and what looked like just a blanket of velvet over, like, some weird terrain and all of this stuff suddenly comes alive and bats just fly Shut the door. Everywhere. Shut the door. <laughs> Don't let them out. Don't let them out. I think we should we should gather some moths and try it and like put them in cages and then mm -hmm. open the cages so they fly into them and then close them. Mm, yep. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. Um, I wish I had a turtle-themed net, but I don't. How would a net be turtle themed? I don't know. That's why. That's why. He doesn't have one. That's the one reason he doesn't have one. <laughs> the netting would not be flexible. It would just be in the shape of a turtle shell. Of a turtle shell, yeah. <laughs> just be. Wild. Oh, I've got kind of a good idea. I could use sleep on a oh. bunch of bats <laughs> oh, and make a bunch of bats yeah, fall yeah, asleep. Because yeah. I bet they have really low hit points. Yo. So w here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to gather a some moths. I'm going to go into the moth room and just gather like a handful of moths. Okay. And then I'm going to go into the bat room and throw them in there so that a swarm of bats goes into one area. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to use sleep on that area at a third level so I can get as many as I can. Sweet. So here's the sleep. Boom. Ah, fuck. What? Really bad. That's not bad. That's, <laughs> so that's one it's one. 30, 39 that's really hit good. points. Yeah. I mean, it's, right. yeah, it's good. It's a lot of bats. It's, it's good. 
just the color, the red color. Yeah. Go, oh no! Yeah, it freaks me out too. It freaks me out too. It's weird. It does that if it, if there's one one. I think I'm gonna do it again, uh, depending on we lost a hundred bats, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one one cage. Yeah. I'm gonna do it w- one more time at a level two because I still have quite a few level two spells in me. Okay, so because... just to just to be clear, he had boom. He had four yeah. cages. Forty-five more set up for us, right? Or how many cages did he already have set up? Uh, he had three cages set up for you guys. He had three hundred more bats. Um, okay, so then we and we destroyed one of them. So now we have two hundred bats in the in the in the spaceship. Yeah. Okay. So we just need to stuff a hundred bats into one cage. Yeah. Probably... So right now, I've got seventy something. Right? What is this? Forty-five and thirty-nine is. 84, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with... It, it looks like it rolled the same amount of dice both times for, like, the second and the third level spell. But I'm just going to say, you guys, you manage... Like, this is a really good plan. You throw some moths up. You sleep them all. They all, like, fall to the ground uh, pretty softly. They, like, float like leaves to the ground because I'm not going to kill it. <laughs> I'm not going to kill any more bats. Uh, and you manage to just kind of, like, pick them up over the next few minutes and put them in a cage. And you have... At least a hundred bats. Awesome, sick. I like it. Uh, cool. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna say. Uh, tell Julian. Hey, Julian, you wanna push this back on the spaceship? I gotta go take care of something. And then the toy toy. For gets, sure. Toy toy. I'm just gonna put all the cage the cage in my hat so I can easily travel with it. And then walk back to the blood vessel, and I'm gonna just yell behind me. If anything happens, just uh. Scream really loud, and I'm gonna keep walking towards the blood vessel. Naturally, and Toy uh, Toy is just gonna spin top his way back into the house, uh, and above the uh, fireplace, he's gonna take out his icy blue chalk and uh, write "Stay icy" on it. <laughs> and then he's gonna like on on the painting. on the painting of the guy. Yeah, on the painting of the guy, and then he's also gonna like take, mustache him. Yeah, he's also gonna take one of his little uh, uh, toidal batarangs and. Uh, just like stick it in like into the writing at some point so it's just like yeah right. exactly dope and then he's gonna head back on the ship okay you guys get back to the ship surya is like nothing's really happened with surya uh, she's just kind of been waiting for you guys for 10 minutes or so 10 15 minutes i think she's been staring at the door and kind of doing like some breathing exercises to like Calm down and center, because she definitely lost her cool a little bit and started flinging sun bolts all over the place. So she's like, yeah, you know, in sort of a meditative state, looking at the door. I think when they approach, it kind of surprises her. Icy Toy Toy is actually going to go down to the basement and he's going to grab ten of the ten of the blood bags and uh, bring those on the ship as well. All right, smart. I'm gonna pull off my hat and pull out the cage of bats and show Surya and be like, got some bats. Oh, sunshine down on us. How did you get all those? I just figured we almost made this guy fall asleep, and he's basically just a big bat, right? So, I don't know. I just tried making a bunch of them fall asleep, and it worked a little better than I thought it would. And we look back at the greenhouse, and there's, like, 15 bats just, like, splayed on, like, a couple rocks, and, you know, one on a tree just, like, falls out of the tree. (laughs) Surya's just gonna, like, nod and... Hold nice. out her giant fist for a fist bump to you. <laughs> I'm going to fist bump. Nice. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to like sit for just a second and be like, 
and we found some gold. Uh, Icy has some gold for you. Oh, all right, sweet. If you're interested. Could you put it with the rest of my gold in your hat? Sure. I'm going to go up to Icy and be like, come on. I'm just going to be like, all right, I'll split some of mine if you split some of yours for her. I give him like another seven gold. Wow. Damn, dude. I'm just going to look at him. 300 gold, you fucking. Whatever. I'm going to look at him and look at the seven and be like, he is changing. And and just nod and be like, thanks, man. (laughs) He used to not even. So I'm only going to keep 23. Well, no, I'll keep 20 and give her 17. Sounds good. Yeah. Toy Toy is going to like huddle everyone back into like the ship's like uh like cockpit trying to get away from the door that uh whatever his name is in uh let's bring the cages with us in my hat i'm taking these cages of bats and putting them all in my hat for now well no i'm not because they might suffocate and die (laughs) i'm gonna take these cages of bats and bring it with us near wherever we are just so that if this guy happens to just like leave the room he can't just kill all the bats and fuck us over or take them with him yeah, I you guess maybe also... we don't go into a we don't go into a different room, but I just bring him like to the other side of the room and like start whispering to him. You could also release the bats into your cages. Like your ship has bat cages. Your pet your ship is powered by bats. So Yeah, let's just I'm gonna go ahead do and that do that here. right now. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. should power up the ship. Alright, takes you a few minutes, you release the bats, you go to the corner and what are you guys doing? Alright, so I'm thinking uh I don't really wanna stick around and wait for this guy to come back out i think we uh we take off we head to the shadow realm and uh, eventually he's gonna need some blood i got some blood that we can uh lure him out with and uh you know he's probably gonna die probably gonna kill him and uh we'll be on our way i don't mean to i'm just gonna hold out my fist like a fist bump (laughs) i don't mean to metagame but didn't you get like a code i'm gonna put my fist down and be like (laughs) that's right (laughs) I suddenly remember. I can't believe I didn't tell. I'm going to just be like, Surya, I didn't tell you. And then just pull out the pieces of paper and hand it to her so she can read it. Because I forgot exactly what it said. So I <laughs> so just let her read it out loud. Uh, there. I'm going to read it out loud again. And it says Swing Low's Magic Market 8639. Magic Market? Hmm. I'm going to, at the very least, I'm like, I I, I say, like, it doesn't seem like the wording corresponds to this door yeah. code, but we might as well try, so ready Sorry, yourself. Sorry, it does say password. It says Swinglow's Magic Market Password, 8639. Uh-huh. But- well, it seems like this might actually correspond to the code <laughs> that we need to get in here, so steal yourself. Actually, Julian, go over by the door. I'll stand by the opening. You enter the code and then get out of the way. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to go over to the door, ready to just jump in case something explodes and enter the code. I see Toy Toy has got his crossbow out. I, I'm going to like fire two sunbolts into the room as soon as the door opens, no matter what. No matter what? If it no opens. matter what. What if, it, as you're preparing those, Julian's going to look over and just be like, just in case there's a cage of bats on the other side of this door, give it a half a second. <laughs> Did he bring a cage of bats into the room with him? 
fair enough. Open I'm going to open door. the door. <laughs> okay, you type in 8639, beep, 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 and then... Ding, and then the door slides open, and you see... Uh, first thing you see is Roy T. Batster on his knees, on his ground, like, with his hands up, and just like... If a vampire could cry, he was crying. And he's just like, just please, please, I, I, I won't get in your way. Toy Toyga shoots him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just leave me with oh. my bats. I don't, I don't care. You guys are obviously on your own thing. Just leave me with my bats. Well, it looks like he hit him. For four damage. I mean, we gotta we gotta understand here. Isn't this like the equivalent of like someone really bad still just being like I I mean he still is he's like a part of a really bad yeah. group of people, right? Yeah, he's, it's like he's a lower like, level not. Is that how it is? You could roll an insight. Yeah. I'm check. gonna oh I'm gonna put on my glasses of truth. Oh, my specs of sight, and I'm gonna look at him in the eyes with my specs of sight on. I'm going to use detect thoughts right now. So you immediately get surface thoughts. Um, he is thinking, I just want to get back to my cabin and my bats. Have we left yet? No. no. We haven't left yet. No. Um, I'm just going to look at him while using... Will the Shades of Truth continue to work as I like question him, or was it just for that like moment? Uh, no, it's like you're concentrating on it pretty much. Do you promise to just end all ties with Count Impribus? If you can, run, hide, whatever you have to do. We'll let you live with your bats, but if I ever even hear that you continued business with someone doing some things as evil he's, as he's been doing, we'll be right back, and I'll burn all your bats in front of you before burning you. Uh, so he... And I'm going to use intimidation while I ask him that to get him to be truthful. Toy Toy is just going to shoot him again. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... Can I... I, I want to like hold out a big old orc fist in front of him and try and be like, Hey, quit it! I mean, <laughs> guys, he's, he's a vampire. He works with Count Impibus. You really think that once we leave here, he's not going to tell Count Impibus that we came? Even if Count Impibus does anything? I mean, come on, guys. Really? I'm going to find that out right now. We're out here We're out here slaying vampires. He's a vampire. He's a bad guy. He's so evil. <laughs> He's got to go. We can at least find out some information. Yeah, what he says to you is, I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm just going to stay with my bats for the rest of my life. I will never be in contact with Count Impribus ever again. What he is thinking... And only I can know, I only I know this right yes. now, right? Yeah. What he is thinking is, I will not contact Count Impropus directly, but I will get first message to whoever stops by next. I'm just gonna look at him as if I believe what he's saying and be like, Alright, wait there, I just need to convince my friends. And I'm gonna stand up, turn, look at Icy Tortuga, look at Surya with just this look like fuck and then just nod to icy tortoiga and just like walk like kind of away from this guy without looking at him past icy and surya and like this badass like i'm gonna let them kill him now i'm gonna icy tortoiga is gonna drop his crossbow take out his greatsword icy slide at him 
tackle him and just like slice at him. All right, so you, <laughs> you, I don't know how the icy slide will work, but I'm just gonna say you cut his head off because you are in a tight hallway. So, uh, yeah, you just like take your sword off and cut his head off, and it falls to the ground. Sweet. And... I'm gonna. <laughs> He's. Can can we say that as he cuts it off, it kind of swings in the air, and I'm gonna like flip over and catch it so that I can like. <laughs> Sun burst his head into fire. Yeah, it just awesome. It just starts on fire and then turns to ash very quickly and like falls around your hands. Yeah. Is this one of those things where like we should know like zombies aren't actually dead unless you or sorry vampires aren't actually dead unless you like burn them or is there like some sort of thing where we like like we we know we have to do this if we really want them to be dead or like is chopping off their head good enough? Because, like, in Twilight, that's not good enough, apparently. So, usually... I thought that was good enough in Twilight. No, sorry. So, for higher... <laughs> for higher-powered <laughs> vampires, you usually have to destroy their coffin. Um, this oh, one seems to just be, really? like, a low-power vampire. And he may have a coffin somewhere that he sleeps in. You guys didn't really find it. Okay. But it doesn't look like he turned to mist what vampires normally do. So... Okay, so as the dust and ash of his head kind of drifts out from my hand as I like sunburn his head uh, away, I, I'm kind of like looking at the remains in my hand and I say, I like to find the light in all creatures, but these creatures want to take away the light from everyone. I don't think we can trust a single one of them. I, I hate to say it, but I think we should trust the Tortoiga's instincts on this. I think you're right. I see Tortoiga is going to take out a little potion bottle, which looks like a, a thing. Well, he's going to drag the body outside, and then he's going to take like a a, a, a bottle of like a, a lighter fluid, but it's obviously toidal shaped, and uh, <laughs> throw a little on the body, and then take out his toidal matches and light the son of bitch on fire. All right. It bursts into flame. It smokes down to ash. Uh, you guys come back to the room that is now open, and it looks like it is a... The only thing in it is a large oil lamp. That mm. note said market, right? Like mm -hmm. magic market? Yep. Yeah. Swing Low's magic market. So there's something to... The, there's something going on. We can do something in here, right? Come on. Yeah, there's got to be. What can we do? Uh, I go up I'm going to investigate a little. Just look around. I'm going to go up to the goo and be like, Hey, hey goo, uh, Swinglow's Magic Market. You ever heard of it? Yes, I do believe this ship is outfitted with one of those. I believe you just opened the door. Yeah, sweet. What, uh, what is it? Uh, I am not 100% certain, but I have heard that it is a market that is run by a djinn. Oh, Jin -jin. cool! All right. Well, if I so know, maybe we have to rub the lamp. If uh, anything that the Witcher has taught me, we uh, let's just make sure not to trust this guy too much. Okay. Oh yeah, Jin are sneaky. The sneaky. You gotta if you're gonna wish for something, you gotta think of a think of a good way to do it. Except that's probably not this kind of Jin. All right, what do you guys do? Let's go try to check this out. It's a small, like, 10 by 10 room. At the back of the room, there is, like, a table that comes, or, like, 
just it's not a table just a shelf basically that comes up about three feet and then on that little shelf there is a large runic like golden oil lamp i think we should rub the lamp i'm gonna stand in the in the like against a wall with like my two rapiers just ready for when the ginny gin gin comes out after someone rubs it i'll rub it I'm going to walk up and uh, just give the old lamp a little... Immediately, fog starts, like, spilling out of the uh, uh, the little spout, and it starts swirling around the room, and you start to hear a little song. It just sounds like, Swing lows, <laughs> magic market. Coming to take your gold. <laughs> and out of the smoke appears a, uh, a... He appears to be a blue gin, muscular blue body with a red vest, black friendly mutton chops, which are mutton chops that connect to a mustache, uh, Hell yeah. and a gray turban and gold armbands. And he says... Ah, ha, you have finally freed me, and I am ready for some sweet deals. <laughs> now that you have activated me, I can start collecting magic items for you, and I will sell them to you. How does this work? Do you have some already, or does it take time for you to collect them? I do happen to have one thing on me. Let's see here. And he, like, rubs his hands together for a second. Uh, palms to palms and then opens them up and in his hands what he's what you see appears to be a chain wallet chain wallet flail wow i have this one thing for right now in the future i will find more but would you like to buy this price is good price is 250 gold i'm just gonna look at uh surya and be like well we don't have that much gold so I don't know if we can make that happen. I'm going to look at Icy and be like, Icy, I don't think we can uh, quite afford this, even if we put all of our gold together. So might have to go save up. What was it again? 250. 250. For, for what, though? A chain wallet flail. Uh, it is a large wallet that cannot be opened, but coins can be heard jangling inside. Any damage dealt by this flail causes that many silver pieces to fall to the ground. Any critical hit causes gold to fall out instead. Oh, a flail. Yeah, that's sweet. I mean, uh... It's too bad we don't have enough money. Yeah, we just don't have enough gold for it, though. Yeah, who can, uh, yeah. I've only got, like, 30-something. If you don't have enough gold, I can make trades. If you wish to trade any item or anything of... Similar value? <clears throat> I mean, uh, who can use a flail around here? Do we really want to? Do we really want a flail? I could definitely use that flail. I see Tortuga takes a sip of his tea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I might, I might be able to help spot someone if they really need a flail, but. Uh, I don't know what's in it for me. I'm just going to look at him. I'll be like, if you have 250 gold for this flail, then I can just owe you 300 gold if you buy it right now. It is kind of an income 
increasing <laughs> item. So you're saying that the first 300 gold that pops out of that flail goes into this yours. goes into this trunk? Right in the shell. I I think I can maybe make that happen. Awesome. I uh I pull out 200 gold. I say uh you guys got any you guys you guys got 25 gold each? <laughs> if I do this, you're getting the first 250. I yeah. But then I get even split for the rest of it. Even split. <laughs> yeah, we're all going in on this. Wait, you know I did not Fine. I did not agree to go in on the, the flail. It does seem like yeah, he you didn't have go in on the... significantly more gold than uh, either of us. And also, I've seen you in the past year as we've worked together collect a lot of gold and not spend very much of it, honestly, Turtle Man. I'm just saying, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put up all this money for this flail, you know, I should get my investment back, and then, uh, you know, I should I should get a share of the profits after that. Well, uh, I think I'm just going to put this away, and when you guys have the money for it again, come and see me. <laughs> and he just swirls back around, just, and I say, "Wait, Jinlo!" <laughs> oh, his he little head pokes out of the spout. Yes, I'm curious. We're venturing into places with with no source of light which is the source of all life but especially for me a sun worshiper i don't know what the extent of your magic uh market is but is there any way you could look for some sort of source of light for me that might help charge my my solar sickle that is literally a uh a, a magic solar-powered sickle that I have and not any euphemism of any sort. <laughs> I will keep my eyes open on... I will keep my eyes open on the uh, on the road, and I will keep a lookout for anything that produces light. She just kind of nods at him. Thank you. And then he shrinks back down to the oil. And you guys are left alone. Can I, uh... ask... If I can have done something retroactively, and that is when I was left alone. Oh, well, there's probably no sun. I mean, it's a vampire farm. There's probably no sunlight at all still, even outside here, right? Yes, yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a greenhouse here. So, like, That's you right. could definitely get sun. Can I say that when I was left alone and they went into the house, I just kind of popped out and set my sickle down on a rock to bask and charge? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh... The, uh, it's ten silver is one gold, right? Correct. All right. The Toidle's gonna be just in the corner, corner with his abacus, and he's gonna be like, you know, guys, if uh, it only deals out silver, that means we have to we have to deal over twenty five hundred points of damage in order to get our investment even back right away. And it's, this gin's trying to rip us off. It's not even worth it. <laughs> Business Toidle. But if you get a crit, it comes out gold as well. Yeah, but how are we going to just get 300 crit or 250 crit? That's like, I think you're right, Toidle. In my in my analysis, uh, we don't seem to roll very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far. I'm just going to look at the abacus as if I can understand what the hell I'm looking at. Pretend like I do and be like, ah, 
It's, he's right. <laughs> Definitely the math doesn't add up. When he's doing it, like, he's just clicking it so fast. Like, it, it, yeah. it's comically fast. Like, it's just... Like, nothing could be <laughs> making sense in that abacus. <laughs> All right, so what are, you, what are you guys doing? Surya's going to go out and grab her sickle as it's been sitting there, and I think it's probably charged by this point. Yeah, yep, it's charged. Uh, she's going to, like, put it in the mantle that's sort of on the back of her belt and walk inside and say, well seems we have four options of where to go next. What plane are we going to investigate? I think the shadow one sounds pretty fun. Shadowfell? Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> she she, she kind of <laughs> smiles to herself and like lowers her head and goes, yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Would you prefer somewhere else? A little sunnier maybe? Well, we've already told Sam to prepare the shadow realm, so <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> All right, so you guys go up to the goo, and he asks you, where to next? Or it asks you. It's, it's... To the Shadowfell. <laughs> the Shadowfell, I will uh, start the path right now. Uh, the back door closes up. You guys lift off, and you fly off into the distance. Uh, the goo tells you, it will be a few weeks until we get there, but uh, while you are at it, Keep a lookout out of the window. There are always strange things to be seen in the astral plane. Uh, so you guys are kind of just milling about. What are you guys doing for, like, food and stuff? Uh, I think Surya is a good cook. I think she's brought, like, cooking materials. I don't think she has, like, you know, a stove. And I also don't think she, I don't know, has, like, a whole pantry. But maybe she's got some, like, peppers and shit she could cook up. I might. Yeah, I feel like Let me I feel like I Julian have. has a lot of food in his. I have a lot of food. I might even have like cooking utensils too. I can't remember if I. I definitely have like part of my. I have cooking utensils hidden in your hat. Yeah. I also got like a toidle ladle, and uh, I got toidle toidle themed lunchables. <laughs> uh, so you know, if we really need something. Made with real turtle meat. Oh, no. God. <laughs> we could also eat some bats if we need to. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. All right. Uh, so a few days into you guys, you guys definitely have enough food. I'm not going to worry about food or anything, but I just wanted to know what you guys are doing. But a few days into traveling, you the goo starts blinking. And it says... Uh, I have just received a message from Count Imperbes. Would you like me to play it? Sure. Play the message. All right. Again, the goo transforms into the literally heartless Count Imperbes, and he <laughs> stooped over, saying, I see your ship is heading towards the Shadowfell first. We will be sending your sister, Baroness Tazewitz, to assist you. However, she is currently on her own assignment and will meet up with you three days after your arrival. Wait for her with the void thread if you manage to finish Fasilax's tasks on your own. <laughs> that that whole thing happens as well, just letting you know. He's, he yeah. trips over stuff. He does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she must speak with you about something. Count out. And transform it back into <laughs> I'm just going to look at Surya and be like, we have to kill this guy. <laughs> She's just going to like nod her, open her eyes wide and be like, uh, yeah. All right. 
So a little bit more information there. There was uh, Fasilask, and you guys have about three days until another vampire comes to meet with you, pretty much. We didn't really get any indication of what Fasilask is, did we? Or who that is? I'm sorry. Fasilax. Yeah, no, you did not get Fasilask. any indication. Okay. Uh, but So you guys continue to fly through... Uh, it takes you about three weeks on those or in those three weeks you see a few things like there's very odd things like apart from rocks and uh, like stars in the distance and stuff uh, there's one time where you pass by a giant doll's head like a doll's head as big as your ship there's huh. a time where you just Jesus. pass by like a rocking chair that's just rocking back and forth in space that's There's a large dark purple obelisk that you go by, and then the last thing you go by before you get to the Shadowfell is a shed shell of a massive worm. Oh. Um, Whoa. So the Shadowfell from the astral plane, like the only reason you can see it is because you can't see the stars behind it. You can also occasionally oh. see like gray clouds misting over in over it but they are so close to black that it is even hard to tell hmm. uh, the goose says we are getting close to landing we will be landing in Darkmoor unfortunately when uh, Barovia fused with the material planes it swapped places and left the shadow of Darkmoor in its path so you will be seeing some familiar uh, landscaping hmm. Hmm. interesting uh, you guys slowly land, and you land uh, kind of in like a twisted forest. Like it looks, it's one of those forests where there's no leaves on it. It feels like the trees are always moving. There's always like cold wind and fog everywhere. But you land in a small clearing, and just outside that clearing, you see what looks like a little child with a what looks like a melting shadow almost like a lava lamp hanging over his head and it's just like standing there and staring at you with blank eyes and an open mouth so we've landed in front of it but we haven't mm -hmm. necessarily opened the gates yet no that's terrifying <laughs> you think it's expecting us yeah and that's even more terrifying <laughs> Should we try to deceive this seeming to be a child person, or should we just go right ahead and walk out expecting a fight? Um, maybe we should, maybe if we have the, uh, well, I guess it's the shadow realm, so we don't have to worry about sunlight, right? So we wouldn't have a space suit on. Correct. Maybe we could have the, the space suits on and say we're overly cautious vampires do they fit us all uh you only have two in working order uh, mm. and the only two that are in working order are plate mail like they are heavy armor which i don't think any of mm. you can wear mm. efficiently nope right so okay never mind then let's just step out try to deceive this little bastard yeah what what's what's our story here before we go out <laughs> Are we just stopping through? So what what is the uh what what was the goal of like what would have the vampire have been doing if he were coming here? So the first message you got from Imperbus said 
uh, help your brothers and sisters at the Four Planes to collect the material needed for the mm. Infinifold blanket. Mm. Yeah. So you were assuming the... Did I say the Void Thread? Void Thread, yeah, you did. Yeah, so the mm. Void Thread is whatever this plane has to offer that material. I guess what we if, just right. say we're here to collect the Void Thread. Yeah, but I can lead we, the way. What if we say that we're uh, secret uh, spy mercenaries for Count Imperbes or the other guy that we killed? Uh, and that's why they haven't turned us into vampires, because we need to be sneaky and spy within the normal people. I say if this creepy, vacant-eyed child asks, we say that, but we don't start with it yeah i agree um all right i'm gonna confidently just start walking towards the gate look up look back at surya and uh icy for a nod nod and open the gate okay uh as i walk down towards the hollow-eyed child i will uh, just be like, hello, we're here for some void thread. And <laughs> just try to deceive. Got a 17 on deception. Uh, so you just hear a voice. Uh, you're looking at the child's face and it appears not to move. And that's when you realize that the shadow is talking. The shadow that is like drooping over uh, his, mm. his. And you just hear in a like childish monotone voice. It just says, ah, yes. Baron Plasowitz, Vasilax is waiting for you. Follow me. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna follow. Alright, so you guys all um, follow through and he says, If you ever need to speak with me, my name is Bindle, by the way. Thank you, Bindle. He doesn't say anything back. Uh, so he, <laughs> he, he guides you through... A familiar town that you guys were just in a few weeks ago. Oh. Uh, it appears to be Dartmoor, but it is weirdly twisted. Uh, you guys pass by garlic and dill fields that appear to be being worked on by these same creatures, like children with shadows hanging over their heads. Wait, what? Why? Why would there be garlic fields? Wouldn't they want to destroy those? It's not vampire related. Like these, this oh, town isn't yeah. vampire. This town is uh, outside of vampires. And maybe oh, might want to collect some garlic oh, while we're yeah, here, okay. though. Maybe, yeah. That maybe is the, a good maybe idea. Yeah, get some garlic. Yeah, we should definitely collect might be some a good garlic. thing. Okay. Maybe there's garlic there this... for a reason. Maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you pass by. Uh... Yeah, you pass by these fields that are just like these. I'll tell you they're called Darklings. They are just ambling about, occasionally picking stuff, moving very slowly and painfully. Uh, you go past an empty town center with an empty, sputtering fountain, also with Darklings aimlessly ambling around. You get to the door of the Dilbreth Cannery. Uh, it is now like twisted and run down, but you can still hear... Uh, like machines running in the background. Hmm. Bindle opens the door to the cannery and several darklings working the machines shield their eyes from the dim outside light that comp that pierces their completely dark work area. 
and you just hear a voice, a big voice hanging, that's like coming from something hanging from the ceiling. And it just says, Ah, Baron Plasowitz, I see you have kindly brought me two offerings. I never knew your kind to be so generous. And you see two huge purple eyes light up, and something with wings just falls from the ceiling with a big thump.